And welcome everybody to this new show that we don't have a name for yet. Isn't that great that we've planned this out so well? We don't have a name for it yet. I'm we Billy. Talk Ar- about this. We talk about this for how long, and we don't have a name. Sorry, I know. I know. It's not good. Not good. Yeah. Uh, what? It, 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 we'll come up with it come time. <laughs> At some point, we'll, we'll get, get to it. it. We're not uh, I'm Billy Arnett. With me tonight is. I'm Nicholas Albert. Nice to meet you guys, everybody out there. Hello. Yes. First episode. Week one is in the book, everybody, in the NFL. And had some wacky and surprises. You know, we had the Jets take on the Bills in MetLife without Aaron Rodgers. And against... Poor Aaron. Yeah, poor Aaron through the Achilles injury. Against Josh Allen's worst game in seasons. Although... I think it was one of the worst games of his career, the way he played. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get into that. Oh, Alba, and, and the Bills, however, the top teams in the AFC were not very much better. The Bengals' offense was anemic at Cleveland. Kansas City's wide receivers just refused to catch against Detroit, allowing the Lions to take the win at Arrowhead. In the NFC, Dallas pitched maybe what could be one of the best single-game defensive performances ever, although Nick will have some qualms with that, I think. Uh, Can't wait. (laughs) Green Bay takes the early advantage over Chicago in the north, and the 49ers dominate the Steelers. Justin Fields is not good as how people say he is. <laughs> oh, it definitely didn't look like it. Jordan Love uh, dominated that game pretty Jordan decently. Jordan Love right? surprised the heck out of everyone, in my opinion. We all thought, you know, without Aaron Rodgers, he would have some trouble. But he looked right up through it. He knew what he was doing. Maybe Matt. Maybe it's Matt Lafleur. Maybe he's the it good could coach. be Matt. It could be Matt. And... I think. With, I think with Mike McCarthy, he would have had trouble. Maybe we're all kind of errandinging along with Mike, so we'll see how that goes. That's also true. But let's start with the Thursday night game, the first game of the season. Kansas City at uh, not Kansas City, Detroit, Detroit at Kansas City, where the Kansas City Chiefs, I think a lot of people thought would win, even with the injury of Travis Kelsey, who did not play in the game. But greatly a- missed for them, though. They're, he was greatly missed. Oh well, yeah, well definitely he's great. But definitely big miss, especially the fact that what we saw was that Kansas City receivers. I guess can't catch the ball Kadarius outside of Tony. Tony. Outside, Kadarius, outside of Kelsey. Oh Kadarius Tony can't catch. That was that. I don't know what that was. That was ridiculous. He had, the, he had the deflection for the pick six, which is, I think, probably the worst pick six for wide receiver since last year. I was talking about college football last year, the backyard brawl when Bryce Ford Whedon gave up to MJ Devonshire Pitt. But and, also good for Branch, though. That was an amazing. Yeah, well, catch good for him. Yeah, he's a, he's a rookie and good for him, and he's 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 probably a good career. That he went midfield all the way out, man. Especially against Patrick Mahomes, you knew he felt good after that pick. So you have you have when you're facing a guy like Mahomes, anytime you get a pick six off him, you got to feel pretty good. Oh uh, man, it was awesome. And then then Mahomes throws it down to Tony, and he uh, drops in the fourth quarter, wide open, the middle of the field. I. I, I, I don't know. I can't speak too much about Tony right now, especially that diss he threw at the Giants. Even though the Giants lost 40 nothing, we'll get into it later. But, like, if you are having troubles, don't – you have no word to the, say. The, I mean, neither, Tony, side, neither side right now has anything to speak of. Like, the Giants no. lost by 40 at Dallas, and Kadarius Tony can't catch a ball in the middle of the field wide open. Well, obviously, <laughs> that, that turned into a 50-yard touchdown with a pick by Branch. And look at the statistics. Oh. You can't even blame Mahomes for that no. loss. No, Mahomes did fairly really well. He's 21 I mean, last... 20, look at this, Here's his stat line. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. 21 of 39, 226 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, the pick being the the, the Tony pick six. slap in the middle of the air, and he was the lead rusher. 
But also, I want to talk about their running backs. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco getting eight carries, 23. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 22 yards of six carries, you know? But then Patrick Mahomes having to run six times and getting 45 yards. Is Patrick Mahomes your running back? Well, I, I think the way that offense is, he might as well be right now. He averaged seven yards. And frick, the, the other two, I don't know what's going on with them. Kadarius Tony also getting one going a yard back. <laughs> <laughs> that sums up this game. Uh, here's a note. You would think with Pacheco and Clyburn's Hilaire, that'd be a pretty damn good one-two combo. Yeah, you would think. You really would think. But, you know, I think. But I think they can still grow over time. I think they still have a lot of season left, obviously. Yeah, it's only I mean, let's, look, let's look at this. We got Sky Moore also didn't have a great game. He had a couple things and people thought he'd break out this year. He didn't look good in the first game. And I mean, really, I think the blame of this game and I, it has to go on the wide receivers can't see. They should if, if they would have been able to drop if they didn't drop half the ball they dropped, they should have beat Detroit. It was only by one point. Yeah, it was really the offense that really killed that team. You were guess, and also Detroit's defense really held up at times. I mean they both look sloppy to my opinion. Uh, definitely, Detroit, especially the offense. I mean, Jared Goff's not the best quarterback in the world. Well, also, Detroit still had their drops, and, you know, they really couldn't do much. Kansas At least they can run the ball, though. Both Montgomery yeah. and Gibbs did decent run the ball. Kansas City's defense really missed Jones that game, but he's coming back. He is they coming signed, back. They signed him on that one-year contract, finally. So <laughs> well, wait, probably need, they need anybody to get right now. If I'm Patrick Mahomes, I want some wide receivers. Sign me some free agent wide receivers, please. But, but who's the best available? That's 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 well, or best. something, do something because if you can't catch the ball, you're not going to win hardly any games. I mean, but like running back wise, available, you have like Leonard Fournette and like Kareem Hunt, but who do you have wide receiver wise? You have nobody that's you have nobody that's gonna like shock your shock anybody. Are you worried it's for Kansas gonna... City? You worried for Kansas City? No, nah, I don't like Kansas City. No, you're worried for Kansas City mm, at times, but also it's Patrick Mahomes, no Travis Kelsey. I like the Kelseys because obviously I'm an Eagles fan, Jason Kelsey. But, you know, yeah, I don't see any real, real worry about that. They're going to have Travis Kelsey come back this week and Chris Jones signing that one-year deal. He's back. Yeah, I think that's some good things. I understand people like, you know, saying that about Kansas City or whatever. And I saw, like, I knew as soon as that game ended, these guys in the media were going to be like, the Kansas City dynasty is over. It's like that every time you hear Alabama lose a game in college football. It's yeah, not, Alabama you lost can't, You can't Alabama. overreact one game. You can't overreact one game. They lost to Texas. It's the loss of Texas. Oh, well. But also, we're not talking about college. At no, the no, 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 no. I'm saying people are <laughs> yes, acting I, like yes. Kent. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. No, the dynasty is not over. I get they're having wide receiver troubles. They will figure something out. Their best catcher wasn't even in the game. So I think, you know, people can relax about that. For the yeah, time everyone, needs to calm, everyone needs to calm down. Kansas State is still good. I still think they're going to win the West this year. They just got to oh, figure yeah. out this catching problem. They get Jones back in the lineup. Kelsey. I mean, Kansas City has a rematch against Jacksonville from the AFC uh, seven, uh, divisional round. Yes. So we'll see. Obviously. How, the you know, big it's be a game, game to watch for them. Um, oh, yeah. It's going to be a game to watch. Uh, let's move on to Monday Night Football, which I think was it was not the oh. best game of football, but I think it did deliver for drama ah. for Monday Night Football. Um, I mean, no, offensively, they're, they're both struggling. But, yes, like you agree, it, the drama was there. But also, I want to take a quick second to talk about the beginning, the 9-11 tribute they did. With the, they turned the lights off, and you know, everybody had green wristbands. That was, like, really cool, watching the lights flash and Aaron Rodgers coming out with the flag. That was just, like, 
NFL killed it. Whoever's idea was that, like they're that always great. They're phenomenal. always great with that stuff. They're always great with that stuff. That was phenomenal. You had a Sunday nighter in also Sunday night in New York, which also beautiful. They had the same kind of scenario. Yeah, they was, did. It was great. It's great stuff, man. Yeah, I think they did great. I'm sorry for the result on Saturday on Sunday, but you know, Jets fans had a more fun time on Monday. And besides, obviously, Aaron Rodgers going down with that Achilles tear, that's extremely heartbreaking to them. Yeah, well, if it was, if it was it four plays, he didn't get out of the what? series, didn't he? Yeah, he was in four plays. He did, he he threw zero for one. They ran twice. And then he almost got sacked, threw the ball away, and that's when he got hurt. And I will say, though, I don't think Zach Wilson played horrible. Uh, I mean, no. I'm not I, saying he's like, I'm not saying he's the, I'm not saying, no. oh my, he's back or whatever. Let's go, let's run this thing. But I don't think if, I don't, I don't think if the Jets defense can be as good as they were to no, Buffalo. I mean, their defense was outstanding. I mean, I think Josh Allen the, just totally out of it from that. that. Their defense is the reason why they stayed in that game. Without that kind of defense that they have, they're just – I don't know how well they would have been. I know Josh Allen did horrible, but also the New he York could, defense. He couldn't throw the ball deep. New York's defense, you got to give credit, though. They were all they were always on a guy. He was always going to say. They completely – Josh they're... Allen – Josh Allen's weapon is to throw the ball deep. He had three picks throwing the ball deep. Also, like, they had their one guy on defense get three picks. Oh. Three. The yes. one guy uh, Joe Jordan Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead the three picks. The one guy alone by himself. And last year, they think they said that he only got like one interception all year. Yeah, he got Jordan, three in a single game. I don't know. You, you would think someone would tell Josh Allen, like, you're just not beating Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead tonight. Stop throwing to him at some point. But he got I think, three. I think Whitehead put his name out there. Definitely did. Right now. And also, Xavier Gibson did running that back in the overtime. Yeah. Oh, my Jesus. I remember watching that and just like complete awe, especially after the beginning of the game, what the Jets fans went through. That's something they needed. So they, it's something they needed. Now the problem, we'll get to the problem later. And actually, well, since we're talking about the New York Jets problem later, obviously with Aaron Rodgers being out for the Achilles injury and hope forget well soon, Aaron. Um, oh, for real. Uh, let's talk about the Buffalo game. for a little bit here. Buffalo. Josh Allen, I think, I, I think it's a sort of a similar situation with Kansas city and Mahomes. Except it was Josh Allen's fault because he had all four turnovers for Buffalo. Yeah, they got to figure something out. They got to get back to the whiteboard. They got to figure out uh, how they can redo whatever they did wrong. Especially you know, Josh they, Allen. The just... only real good thing they did on offense was that final drive to get the tie when Allen was just throwing basically exclusively Stefan Diggs and Diggs, he was breaking through. And he was yeah, but then to... the one, the one though they had a Stefan Diggs earlier in the game that which, when we talk about Whitehead getting it at a pick, they threw it Whitehead. They were. Uh, Stefan Diggs was double covered. Whitehead was there for a pick right there. You know, you, at times, you know, I, I just feel like he should just throw shorter. I know that's – I'm kind of like a, a big fan of, like, the quarterback throwing the ball short, medium. I hate when you throw the long ball. I mean, at times, if you're wide open, hit the guy. Well, you're but, happy like, to if you're in a situation. And I well, think, yeah. I, I see, I'm different than you in that respect because I think you threw the ball deep when you – But I don't think open. in that – in that situation, he needed to throw the ball. Dead. Well, yeah, when he, when he was when when you have three picks, when you throw the ball ten or more yards, you got three picks, and obviously at some point he's gonna be like, okay, it's not your day to throw deep, Josh. Just let's get down the field. Like Whitehead was, as, as you could tell, all over the place. Yeah, this this guy was all over the field. He was on Stefan Diggs for that pick. He was on Gabe Davis for that pick. You know, he was, he's everywhere. He was, 
he was everywhere. And I can tell Buffalo also has a running game problem. Oh, they need to figure that out. James Cook, 46 yards. Josh Allen was their second highest rusher. Also, real quick to get off that topic, back to the Jets. A quick second. Welcome back, Brees Hall. He ran 10 carries, 127 yards. But the best kicker is his first two runs were phenomenal. Getting his team on the board with an 80-plus yard run. Now, back to the Jets. (laughs) Back to the Bills. <laughs> well, actually, Quick. well, just for one second, they also think about this. They have Dalvin Cook as their number two running back. So they I mean, do. that's a pretty good one-two combination as well. But also, but also, he didn't have the best game, which also doesn't mean he's not going to break out. But also, as you the quick welcome back, Brees Hall, he killed it on his first day back, and I hope keep he it going, keep the it going this year. Anybody that comes back from an ACL tear. I wanted to light it up every single time. Um, the Bills running is the problem as well. I mean, when you have Josh Allen at 36 yards as your second highest rusher, Josh Allen not that's not really the biggest runner yeah, usually. But also, in general, you had to give a you had to give a big ups to James Cook. You know, he had a he had a pretty good game. Pretty easy game. Twelve carries at 46 yards, about four carry, which is sort of where you sort of that's like the low it. you want to be at. So he kind of got there. He also got nice four catches for 17 yards. Yeah, that was his two, big thing. Not the two, like, hua, but you could tell they're using him in a good amount of ways. Honestly, 12, <laughs> 12 carries, four catches, you know, they're, they're going to involve him at times, you know. Um, well, let's pose the same question about Kansas City to you, uh, about Buffalo. I'll say this first. I don't, I don't, I am a little bit more about Buffalo than I am about Kansas City because I think, I think they, I think Josh Allen. I think oh, no. I, I think see. he figures it out. I think if I had to choose, if you had to tell me, Buffalo or Kansas City, which one goes wrong, I would say Buffalo. Yeah, but I think Josh Allen's still gonna be. Uh, he's gonna good, be yeah. fine. Yeah, he's gonna be fun. fine. He just needs to stop making those stupid mistakes that he's pretty much been doing. As he's he's threw a lot of picks last year. He's been a a pretty interception type guy. Yeah, he goes, he's got under the radar with that. He kind of needs to you know figure something out. As he's still in a very young career, you know, I think you know he's gonna figure something out. Hopefully, he's figure something out because three picks in a single game to start the year is not how you want to start the year. But I think now he's gonna make him become more lenient to paying attention to who's up more open downfield and not just to throw it up because Whitehead killed him. Absolutely, did kill him. I mean, he's got he'll figure out. I think he's used that deep ball throwing. Uh, and he, I think he'll get back to it. I mean, he'll have to. Or else oh yeah, trouble. he'll be fine. He'll be all right. He he he'll be fine to me. Honestly, they have uh Las Vegas coming up. I think they'll retake control back against the Raiders. Yeah, let's move on now to I think everyone's favorite team in fantasy football last week, which was Miami. And oh my, even but here's the thing: even with all that great stuff that Tua did and Tyreek Hill did, they still had to pull out of the end against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. So but Justin Herbert's not gonna go out easy, you know that. But also, the the both defenses, how good are they both really gonna be? Is a good question to ask because you know giving up 36, 34, that's something you really got to think about. You really do have to think about that, and I, you know, this is the point where Tyreek Kill is. I don't know if it's um. It feels like to me it's to his preference just to throw to him a little. Don't forget Jalen Waddle, please. I know it's the first game of the year, 
but this man needs more touches. He's got four catches, 78 yards. That's great, but Tyreek 11 for 215 and two tutties. Jalen Waddle is a great number two man. I know you want to get like Tyreek his big game. You want to make him look good. You got to make sure you split it with Jalen Waddle because I think he's just as good as Tyreek. Maybe not as maybe not like as fast, but he is still a big weapon to use. You have that's a good point. You ha- basically have one and one A right there, Tyreek yeah. and Jalen. You basically have two it's, number ones. Honestly, I feel like it's just like you know the Eagles' weapons. You have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. It's like. But I don't, even though I'm an Eagles fan, I don't see that being better than uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, honestly. And, uh, you know, Tyreek, here's what they do. If you look at the average per catch for those receivers, Hill and Waddle had the same 19 and a half uh, a catch. And everyone, uh, the f- top six receivers all had an average over 13 yards. So that shows you where two is throwing the ball and he's throwing it deep. And worked out for them at the end. Although Miami's defense, I think, I think needs to get better. Always the Chargers do too. Chargers not necessarily out of the playoff race this year. Who would Who would have thought after one week that two attack of LO with the, the most yards? I don't think a lot of people uh, would have had two throwing almost five hundred. Honestly, four hundred sixty-six yards and throwing for two, three touchdowns. I know he threw a pick, but that's really besides the point. Four sixty-six in one game. That's that's incredible. It is really good for him. I think he's coming back, and you know he had you know tumultuous year last year with the concussions, um, and he's going to show off this year. They weren't bad before, since so that two had the concussions, and then he was just out for the rest of the season. I think where he came back and was they sticked into the playoffs, and they almost beat Buffalo in the first round. If you remember, yeah, but, but yeah, when you get two concussions in a single season, I think it's something like eye opening. So I hope they're completely different this year with Tua, because I think you got to be really cautious with him, especially him having a great game in the game one, you know, that's someone you got to really take care for. And we obviously hundred percent, hopefully Tua does not have any concussions this year. We hope. And I hope he has none at all. Whatever. Uh, Miami, you got him in the, I mean, I think they've made their statement. They can try to be in the AFC East race again this year. I mean, yeah, especially with the jets being crippled with Aaron Rodgers, I think they could, they could fight. With the Bills to take it. It all depends on how the Bills are going to respond. You know, we're, we're going to talk about this for weeks to come as we watch the Buffalo Bills and how they play. But also, I think the Dolphins aren't going away anytime soon. Very, very impressive to have Tyreek Hill get you 40 points in fantasy. But also very impressive is to have a defense give you 30-some points in fantasy, which is what the Dallas Cowboys did, was they romped over the Giants up in MetLife 40 to nothing. I think I think be, I think Nick I think Nick do you have the list of everything they did in that game the defense of the Dallas Cowboys I I can tell you even as an Eagles fan how much I hate them you know I gotta give them respect you know as much as we're like bitter rivals we don't want to say anything really good about them you know they they had it they had everything good to do their defense had seven sacks which is incredible honestly they had also a nice I quick pick six that. Darren Waller could have caught, but you know, also that's the problem with the, the Giants right now. The Giants have so much to think about. They can't even get a field goal. They can't get a field goal against <laughs> the Cowboys. I mean, I'm not saying the Cowboys are a bad team. They're, they're not. Obviously, they're going to make a statement in a fight for the NFC East, 
obviously without without this game looks like the Jets aren't the Giants aren't really going to be like that big of a threat for in the NFC East. Washington looks like a better threat. Now I played the Cardinals. It's not good for the Giants. I mean, and, and here's the name too. Daniel Jones. Daniel fan, Jones. Are you putting Daniel Jones on bench watch for next year already? If he if keeps you're a up? giant, if you're a Giants fan, I'd be worried about your team this, this year. Uh, Daniel Jones, I, it, he, I don't know, man. He just 104 yards, two picks. He just didn't look good at all. Tyrod Taylor had a comment, but like that was towards the end of the game, but. I mean, I mean it's the it, point. If they keep doing this, do you do you want to bench Daniel Jones for Tyrod Taylor? No, you don't want Tyrod Taylor to be in at quarterback. But Daniel Jones just got paid all this money. You know they're not going to bench him. That's the problem. They they might have given themselves an albatross of a contract already. If he keeps this up, now he could turn it around. But it just looked that looks extremely bad for the first game. I mean, for the for the game to start off with a blocked field goal for a return for a touchdown. You know what I mean? Ugh. Like, the, the Giants, they got to – I don't know. They got to go back to everything ever. They they need to figure out what they're doing wrong, and they got to figure out how to fix it. And, you know, I don't know if they can fix it anytime soon. The way, they, the, the way they're playing, I'm just not confident I don't know. for them. I they don't play, know, man. They play Arizona this week in Arizona, and if they can't – Win against Arizona and Washington is. I don't think New York's a threat at all. They have to. Well, they have to win that game because after that they go to San Francisco, then they host Seattle. So also, and... I saw I saw a stat the last two games that the Giants played, they lost seventy eight to seven combined against the Eagles and the Cowboys. Not good. They got and they that, got to fix that, that defense. E- that Eagles game being, of course, a playoff game. The f- Something the fans have been wanting for so many years, ever since Eli Manning left. That's not something you wanted to see. And then your quarterback gets paid, and you come back, and you can't get a field goal. Not good. That's all it is, just not good. That's all you need to say about the Giants. Look at Dallas. Their Dak didn't do that great either. It's just that his running game and his defense helped, that and defense. he had help running that, game. That, that defense. That's that the defense. Best thing that's all I really say. Say, but that Tony... defense did Everything for that team. Tony Jack Pollard, Press, two scores. Tony, Tony Pollard, however, got two scores. To all those Cowboys out there, Prescott, crap. You guys know that. I don't want to hear, oh, well, Cooper Rush, stop. Dak Prescott is not not good anymore. It's time for the Cowboys to draft a quarterback. It's time to move on from Dak. And Tony Pollard, as you just said, 14 carries, 70 yards, two touchdowns. You got rid of Zeke. That's the best thing you guys could have done. Tony Pollard is an absolute beast. And think about the future. Think about the future. They got Deuce Vaughn on the bench in the future if they ever needed him. Deuce Vaughn, yeah. That watching him get drafted, especially his father being right there, was really emotional. Now that that's something really, really cool to do. Um, get a call any... from your own father to get told that you're being drafted by his the team he works for. That's that's amazing. And if any receiver really did well in that whole game, I would say it'd have to be C.D. Lamb with his four for 77 yeah, yards. Yeah, well, that, it's not C.D. Lamb's fault that Dak Prescott just didn't play well. 13 for 24, like, it's on, it's on his fault. Without that defense, I don't know how well the Cowboys would have done, especially Tony Tony Pollard. 
Paul, Paul, Pollard did what he needed to do. Pollard helped the offense do anything. Uh, Paul, Pollard made himself known. Um, let's get into some, some surprising teams. Week one always gives you some surprises, and I think, Nick, you have a surprising <laughs> team to start with. The Los Angeles Rams. Oh, my Jesus. Everybody, nobody would have thought that the Rams would play this this well at all. They, they made the Seahawks look silly. They really did, honestly. I don't think – I mean, no Cooper Cup. Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford cannot connect. He says he had a problem connecting with the young players. Well, he didn't look like he had a problem because he had two players that both count, caught for 119 yards. And I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people know who those two were before this game. Oh, no. They're both – I don't even know them right now, honestly. I'm going to have to learn from these guys. Honestly, because they were on nobody's radar to be like a, names to listen to. I mean, but also Matt, Matthew Stafford throwing three thirty four. He didn't. He had a great game, even though he didn't throw for a touchdown. Rushing touchdowns led the way. But I think now in the end, the the LA Rams are going to be fine. Honestly, it didn't. I mean, it could be that the Seahawks had a horrible game, which. You know, they did. But also, I got to give the Rams credit. The Rams look good all around. And they really did. They really, I give. I do agree with you that the surprise team was, and the Rams did surprise people. Have to wait and see. There's only week one. I'm not going to jump on and say, oh, yeah, they're in the playoff race yet. We'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But, oh, no. Now, but also, now, now they have San Francisco. So now that's we're tough. really going to see the Rams. That's a we're, test. Yeah, oh, yeah. Especially – once again, me being an Eagles fan, uh, San Francisco is some, a team we look at as a possible NFC Championship rematch. Um, you look at Seattle, though, too. I mean, Geno Smith probably had basically as bad a game as Dak, just that he threw a touchdown. Yeah, 112 in a touchdown. I mean, That's... even worse, really, than Dak, just that he had a touchdown to uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, yeah, but... DK, DK, DK. That's right. I like DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is, I I think, a generational talent. So, you you had another surprise team though, didn't you? Who? I kind of forgot who my Baker Baker Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, also we could also go back and forth and saying that Minnesota just didn't look good. Yeah, well, I was very I'm – not, I'm not trying to be mean it's, to Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield. I was surprised, considering Kirk Cousins does do decently in the regular season. He didn't do horrible in this game. He still threw 344 yards, just that he didn't get it done when it mattered. I think it's – I mean, yeah, 344, two touchdowns. But I think you – know, I mean, he didn't do bad. Kirk he did bad, but he didn't, do, he didn't do it. He didn't do it when it mattered the fourth quarter at home against a team they should beat. But also you got Justin Jefferson, who – you didn't throw a touchdown to catching nine, one fifty. Yeah, but I'm saying, but also Jordan Addison, Good welcome, debut. To the, welcome to the league for catches sixty one yards in a tutty. And then, but also, yeah, going quick. Baker Mayfield didn't have a great of a game, one seventy three for two tutties. But also, somehow, the Buccaneers looked better than the Vikings did. It did look better, especially that fourth. I do think in the fourth quarter is when they separate themselves. Although the Vikings outscore in the fourth, it's just that I mean, it's being too looking at the end of the game when Kirk Cousins didn't get him down the field to win. 
and the fact that Tampa Bay, by all accounts, should lose that game to Minnesota. I still feel like Tampa Bay still has their a pretty good defense, honestly. They have a good defense, and if you look at their offense, what helps them is that Baker Mayfield did find did land himself a starting job where he can still throw to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah, thinking about how bad uh, him and Kyle Trask were in training camp, you know, watching those missed passes those videos, all that kind of stuff. You know, I feel like this is a good uh, first game for Baker, honestly. I mean, well, remember, total free fall after Deshaun Watson got traded to Cleveland. And Uh-oh. now he's landed himself. You know, he took over last year a little bit in L.A. for the Rams when Stafford got hurt. And oh, now yeah. he's in Tampa Bay. And I think he might have – he does have the opportunity to restart himself finally. And that's it's good for him. I hope he has a good successful year. And I know – they beat the Vikings. That's a good first task. But now the real question is: they got the bear. The they got the Bears this week. Who's going to win the NFC North? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Bears, we just go to that Green Bay and Chicago. You know, everyone was running Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. The era of Green Bay in the NFC North. NFC North is over. Chicago's going to win. They got Justin Fields. Oh yes, it's finally going to happen. Chicago's back. And what do they do at Soldier Field week one, Green Bay and Chicago? Green Bay goes in and Jordan Love lights up in Chicago. I I still think this this rivalry between between the Packers and the Bears is still gonna be the same uh kind of rivalry it's been for the last ten years. I think the Packers is just gonna dominate the Bears still for another five, ten years. I mean, Honestly, well, there's total I mean, you just saw that that game's total evidence that Jordan Love his first real start as like the guy. He goes out on the road to Chicago and gets three touchdowns. Yeah, without Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron Rodgers, he looked really good. He looked really surprising. And I know I'm, I'm really happy for him. 245 and three touchdowns. Like, that's that's incredible. And But also, there's 245 yards he threw. 15 of them were complete. So, you know, he really threw the ball. Aaron Jones probably might have been the other MVP of the game. One rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown. Aaron Jones, that wow, 86 yards, two catches. He looks good. Uh, Musgrove, also, that's a that's a game I want to talk about. The rookie Musgrove, a tight end. Hey, ah, who was the who was the tight end last year? Do you remember? He got traded. I think he. Let me, went see. Let me figure out who it is. One second here, folks. Like a little fact check. We should have fact check music going we over. Should have, but I I Let's think he out. went. Didn't he go to the Bears? I think – well, whoever it was, I forget his name at the moment. I think he's a lot better than any tight end they've had for the last five years. Uh, Lewis? Mercedes Lewis? No. It was uh, – I can't remember his name. He tore his ACL last year. Hold up. He tore his ACL last year. Uh, Robert Tunyon? Yes. Hey, Robert Tunyon. Where is he now? He's I'm still not. hurt right now currently. I'm pretty sure he went to the Bears. Am I correct? Let me see. Mike sure. I, I think he did. But Luke Musgrove, uh, I think they found a good tight end. Yes, he is a bear. Yeah, that's what I figured. Luke Musgrove's gonna be a good tight end for that team, and I feel like they found a good gem in the draft for him, especially with uh in Buffalo, back to Buffalo for a quick second. I think they found a good tight end in Kincaid. Yes. Yes, they have. Speaking, I speaking about rookies, you know. Those are the Jordan Addison, you know, the rookies made some statements this week. That's another um, good that's another thing we could always talk about going down the road as we do like a little rookie watch. 
Did uh see I didn't follow the Falcons that much. Did Bijan do that much? Bijan got a nice touchdown. He did. He I, actually, I knew he got a touchdown. Got a I, didn't touchdown. I had him in fantasy, he got twenty points, so you know he he did pretty he helped you. well. Yeah, he helped me, all right. Yeah, he did pretty well. But also, even though the Falcons I thought they were gonna have the win in the bag, but you know, they fumbled. Yeah. And let's run, I'm just gonna run through the scores. We're not really gonna talk about these games. Uh, the Falcons stuff. did win. I forgot. Yes. I I'm talking um, about um I'm talking about another team, my bad. Oh, we want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about the. I was talking. I thought the Falcons lost last week, but then I forgot. Um, let's run through. Some, let's run through some. Colts. Let's run through some games quickly. We're not going to talk about because we got we we don't want to make this too long for everybody. Had to sit through our voices. Um, <laughs> uh, Falcons twenty four ten over uh Carolina. We already talked about that a little bit. Uh, anything right. you want to say on Cleveland's twenty four three win over Cincinnati and Joe Burrow being anemic? In that game? Don't don't be too excited about Cleveland. They're not gonna have that great of a year. They're still not making the playoffs. I don't think they're making the playoffs, but Joe Burrow might have had might have been the worst quarterback performance of the weekend. Joe Burrow will will recover. I believe in you, Joe. 20, 14, I have T I have T Higgins on my fantasy team. I'm sitting here at one o'clock thinking there's no way he has no points. And there there was he didn't he, he got no uh Catches for no yards. It was like, oh my god, what the yeah. heck's going on with Cincinnati? And now another another uh, score update. We can look at the Texans. You know, Texans being the Texans. CJ Stride still looking like a normal Houston quarterback that struggles. They lose to the Ravens twenty five nine. And then like now, we said, the, the Falcons. The Falcons won twenty four ten. Let me say this about the Texans. The CJ Stroud. I think the way the situation the Texans are in, I think CJ Stroud had the time to develop down there. Well, yes. I think every quarterback should have time to develop, but also I don't think that Texans O line is any help. No, it's work. not. But I don't think people. I don't think you're going to get people being like, okay, CJ Stroud needs to go right now. Either he, he either he does if he doesn't work in year one, uh, it's over. Don't let him come back. No, I don't believe in that. I think he'll get the time to. I think of multiple years. It's not like a situation like some teams are where they're going to want to get a guy and go quick. I mean, Bryce Young didn't do great either on Sunday with. Carolina, we brought that up. We forgot to bring him up. Bryce Young, yeah, he, I mean, but he, he really did struggle. So, I mean, we did not see uh, anything um, good with him. So, but I, I think we'll give him more time too, as well. So, well, we have, I mean, those two teams are just hope, hapless right now in some respects. Right. And a quick game I want to talk about, real quick. I know I said earlier that I thought the Falcons lost. I was actually thinking of the Jags. 31-21 win because the Colts looked like they were probably going to win the game. And then the Jaguars came out in the fourth and they took it. They stole that game in a game. I really thought they weren't going to steal. Yeah. Good point. They were, they, were, they were down 21-17. And most of the time I really, I mean, I, I have NFL red zone. So, you know, they flip back and back and forth. So for the longest time, I think I walked away for not even five minutes and it was 21-17. I'm like, wow. Uh, Jaguars are going to have trouble this year. And then it came back to uh, a 31-21 game. So and who really, would have thought – and here's the thing. Who would have thought that Anthony Richardson would have done the best out of the quarterbacks? I, the rookies? I, I feel like he's going to be a good quarterback. But that, he, that, that Colts team is just not that great. Well, but no, but I mean, Richardson did the best out of the rookies. Yes, yes he did. Out of the three. I, I'm not surprised he didn't. I, I think he's going to be a really good quarterback in the future. I really do. Um, other game, let's go. Washington, the Commanders win against the Cardinals. 
uh, in Washington, the first game of uh, the new ownership there. I forget his name. For some reason, I thought I had immediately. Um, but it wasn't really a great quarterback battle either. Josh no. Dobbs versus Sam Howell. Uh, nope. It was just the Car- boring. It was the boring game of the week, I think, coming in. Cardinals are going to have a really rude awakening with Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be that great of a head coach. I think they'll get rid of him within two years. Well, spe- well, here's the thing: they might if they tank bad and then want to pick next year. I think they will give him that second year, like you said, and they might get rid of him. But what about what about a field goal battle in New Orleans? 16-15 New Orleans over the Titans. Well, I know that was just a crapshoot as well. I mean, who? I mean, Titans. Titans are really falling off. I don't think a lot of people have them as good this year. Tannehill was not good. Tannehill was not good. I Three picks in that game. Will Levis, I think, needs to get in the game. Oh, you're already, you're already ready to bench Tannehill? I'm already, I've been ready to bench him since last year. I like, uh, when, when, when the first things happened to that, when they went to the playoffs of the one seed, they went to bench him. That's a little too extreme. For the last couple of years, I started to see why I see people who want to do that to him. Who's their backup? They drafted him the year prior. I cannot remember his name. Tennessee's you know, backup? Is it, so is Levis not the backup? No, Levis is apparently the third quarterback. Let me see. Uh Oh, Malik Willis. Forgot about Malik him. Malik Willis. I, I, I want to see how he improved this offseason. Forgot about Malik in third round last year. And then also, um, well, also another quick scoring update, uh, 17-16 Raiders, just like the Saints game. Never Russell trust. The, you, know, the, you know, Sean Payton. Talk about that Broncos offense. I know that anything could be better than that Broncos offense from last year. I understand that. But they so didn't he, do it too much better. So it also here at here in the Philadelphia Eagles, we had a lot of people say that we should get rid of Jalen Hurts for Russell Wilson. And as you saw Russell Wilson that week one, and then last year, I'm still grateful, you know, they didn't go for Russell Wilson. Because imagine if we would have been in a in a shit show. Yeah, Jalen Jalen wins the MVP. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's gonna. I think Jalen has a lot to work on, especially that week one. And then, uh, we'll we'll talk about that and, in a little and, bit. And Russell Russell did better than last. I'm not saying he still is bad. His last year was a complete shit show in the Denver offense. He has better. Sean Payne comes in, but Sean Payne comes in with a loss, and that's not what Denver wants when you bring in Sean Payne for all that money. You want to nope. win the games, and especially when you're paying Russell Wilson a shit ton of money to be your quarterback. And now, Billy, my question to you. You're a big Pittsburgh Steelers guy. You want to get into this? We will get into this. Uh, You're a big Pittsburgh Steelers guy. Yeah. You got to see the wrath of the 49ers. You guys were the first team to get their wrath. What was your opinion on it? Let me get into this. Let me me get right from that. You know, I get up Sunday. I want to watch this game. You know, football season has been horrible for me outside of football. Let's figure the Steelers out right now. I come in. The Steelers had a great preseason. Pickett, I think, did better. I have George Pickens, a wide receiver, who I like more than Deontay Johnson, and I hope he is the number one in the future. And we'll get into his little rants in a minute or liking comments on Instagram. But they come out, and for a little bit to me, it felt that maybe not that it wasn't the Niners are so great. It's just that Pittsburgh, the Steelers, had no life. They decided they were going to play. That's what it felt like to me. And then later they went on, especially when Christian McCaffrey broke off that 80 yarder at the beginning of the second half. I think I think San Francisco is that good. But I also think the Steelers just didn't show up to play for whatever reason. And Kenny Pickett looked horrible. Kenny Pickett did look bad. Even with 31 of like 31 of 46, 232 yards. Yeah, he got a touchdown. 
But he also had two picks. And anyone who watched that game would tell you that it did not look like a 31 for 46 game. Nope. Nah, I would agree. And, and, you know, it's just horrible. I wanted to fire Matt Cannon last year. Still no offense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, us Steelers fans, you know, have been ranting about firing Matt Cannon. Mad at Mike Tomlin for not firing Matt Cannon getting a new offensive coordinator. But that's a different, different day. I congratulate San Francisco for winning. I think Brock Purdy did good. I think Christian McCaffrey, CMC, hell of a game, especially that 80-yard run. And I think the Steelers need to look at something else because in today's NFL world, can he pick this for a whole year? Or do you think about getting a quarterback again? Do you, you think, think about so? going that route? Um, the Steelers? And, do you think yeah. Steelers will get another quarterback besides Pickett? I mean, honestly, if you have a chance, to get somebody that's going to be eye-opening and a game-changer, then I think you take it. But I think, as of right now, I don't think they're going to. Well, I think, and plus, it wouldn't be a free agent. It'd be in the draft. You'd be like a and, – and with Mike Tomlin, you're not going to get the number one pick because Caleb Williams is the number right. one pick. It's going to be a Michael Penix Jr. It's going to be a Shadur Sanders or somebody like that who would fit that role. But well, that's, also, that that's also an early pick, too. Yeah, well, it's also an early pick, too, but I don't think they're going to be number one. That could be the top ten. Um, Jalen Warren – Worse than I thought he'd be. He, he had three carries and six yards. Najee Harris at least had five yards of carry. Right. You know, he's doing bad, but at least he's still got five yards of carry when they get the ball to him. By the, by the second half, they just started throwing the ball all the time because they knew they were in trouble. Um, so if you had to pick one player that stood out to you for Pittsburgh, who was it? And I think it's obvious. What are you going to say? TJ Watt. Yeah. Who else? Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I thought yeah, you had somebody else in my eyes. I'm usually not the one who has TJ Watt definitely showed out. You know, he's back now. Uh, he's ready to go. You know, they would have made, made the playoffs out of him last year. They Did had he just him. get a contract extension? Yeah, it's not been the year before, though. Um, oh. But he's, he's new on a contract. TJ, if he would not have been out last year, he they would have made the playoffs. Now, even with him, they might not make the playoffs this year, especially if they keep going where they are. Um. Allen Robinson had a decent debut, at least, um, for the Steelers. You know, he had a 64 yards. He was the leading receiver on the day. Um, 13 yards of catch. Jonathan Johnson got the ball thrown up to good times deep downfield. I do. Here's the thing. I'll say this. Uh, George Pickens, I think, wants the ball more. He showed some frustration on the sideline. And he, I think he liked to comment on Instagram saying he wants the ball more or whatever. But I totally understand what he is. I mean, he only had five receptions for 36 yards. He was one less than Calvin Austin. And I know Mike Tomlin likes Calvin Austin. But George Pickens definitely has the makings of a very dynamic receiver. And I think he should be getting into the game more. I so I understand his frustration. Like and he's a young guy as well. Um, Friar move, you know, what saved him was the touchdown he got on his one catch for three yards. That's what saved him um, from being criticized. So a good so, player of the game is T.J. Watt, do you think? T.J. Watt for the Steelers, and I would say for the Niners, and who would be the overall player of the game, it might be Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk had a great game. Ayuk, great game, two touchdowns. CMC had the play of the game, the 80-yard rush, but yes. Ayuk just all over the field, dominated the defense, uh, the running back. Secondary needs help. Uh, that's my rant, and let's have your rant. But I, also, I don't know why quick. you'd be ranting because you <laughs> did go to Foxborough and beat New England, the Eagles, but say what you're going to say. That's right. That's right. I would say one thing about the Steelers. After week one, after week one, do you see a playoff in your eyes? I think they have to go win the next few games. They're at home. 
Monday night against Cleveland. It's week one. We're already talking playoffs, folks. They go home. <laughs> I think I think the next three games decides a lot because the next three games, home Cleveland, at Vegas, at Houston. They have a chance if they actually play like themselves to be three and one. So now back to the Eagles. We do go into Foxborough. That first quarter, I think, for most Eagles fans was really eye-opening. It was kind of like, a, oh, yeah, we're we're back. We're on our Super Bowl groove. And then the second quarter kicked in, and the feelings kind of rushed. You were like – it's like adrenaline. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, up 16, nothing early. It's like, ah, uh, and then we get the ball back to start the second quarter. So it felt great. And then, you know, you get the ball back. It's kind of like a punt fest. They get a touchdown eventually, but they ended up going into halftime. They get 16-14, and Eagles fans feeling uneasy. I know I felt really uneasy. And then, of course, our, I, I'm already going to get into my player of the game. Uh, Jake Elliott was our lord and savior. Honestly, he had some beautiful kicks. Uh, he's the main reason why we won that game. Brian Johnson was in pretty bad play calls, honestly. Making Jalen Hurts not look like a good player, honestly, because he hadn't have to throw these short passes, especially on like a third and long. You're making them throw short. And it's just you're making Jalen look bad, Brian Johnson. What are we doing? But then Kenny Gainwell, who's sadly gonna miss week two, I feel like had a good he had a great start. You had, gave him the ball, and he had a great start. But then you give the ball once, one and one to Boston's guy DeAndre Swift, who ba- both ran it for three. And uh, I, I could, I could have so much to say about the running the ball, but they have to run it. They have to run the ball. If you're not going to run the ball, we're going to be running into a whole lot of trouble. You know, receiving. We have, you know, once again, like I said earlier in the program, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Those were our one, it's a one two punch. Devontae Smith getting the first and only touchdown of the game. You know, I, I think Jalen Hurts, will, once again, will be fine. This offense will be all right. Brian Johnson needs to make better play calls, in my opinion. The defense looked sloppy in the end, but also I think they, they were great. Still, I honestly still think they played great. Hey, and you get you get Minnesota next week. So, tomorrow, you get Minnesota tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday night. Uh, you get Minnesota tomorrow. Yes, uh, we have Minnesota tomorrow night. I will be in attendance, so I'll have a lot of good reaction uh, the next time we talk. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure but, to have a lot of those emotions ready to go. <laughs> and, but I think Philadelphia is fine. I agree with what you said. I mean, I don't like the fact that, I mean, really the surprise of the game maybe was just how, I would say, good Mac Jones was. Matt Jones, he's yeah, he was. In, I mean, once again, I I think our defense did pretty decent, but yeah, he ran through our defense. Now it that, that does help when they let him throw the ball fifty four times. Yes, but he did get fifty four throws, and he did get three touchdowns, only one pick. So, not it was pretty decent for Mac. I mean, he can't help it; they wanted him to throw the ball fifty times. So, but Zeke, and what do you think about Zeke's debut up there? I love that fumble. He gave. He got that fumble. We got the ball back, and we ended up getting that Devontae Smith touchdown. It was fantastic. Uh, honestly, I have nothing really too amazing to say about Zeke. But honestly, I think he got the new start he needed in New England. I think New England will 
I don't know if they'll fight for a playoff spot, but they'll definitely make themselves. It'll more. really be tough. I mean, you got the Jets, even without Rodgers, and we'll get to that just in a second. You got the, yeah. got the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. And I, I think that's I think that's got to be the toughest division. It might be. Have to be. I mean, you can you can arguably say the uh, AFC West, but I think this is a good tough division. I mean, it is. I mean, when you got teams like that, imagine if Aaron was still there. No. And still able to play. That would be even better. And let's talk about that right now. So let's get into this. As you know, Aaron Rodgers, four plays, tore his – did he tear it or just – yeah, he did. Tore his ACL. No, complete tear of his Achilles. Okay, complete tear of his Achilles. Thank you for that. Um, He's done for the year, obviously. Done. Yes. Four done. plays. So right now, already, Zach – He already said he wants to come back next year, so he's Well, no, well, I, I did not figure Aaron Rodgers is going to, like, retire after being carted off the field in four plays. No. Absolutely um, not. So it's Zach Wilson time already again in New York. Two oh years ahead my of schedule. gosh! They wanted to get rid of this guy, and now it's his time to be the quarterback well, again. I remember, the initial plan was to be like in two years when Aaron leaves or retires, he'll be the starter again, and he'll be good now. Ah, uh, but mean, now he's he, back. Now he's back already. He got pointers from Aaron Rodgers, and in four plays, he's back as the starting quarterback. He wanted to make whoever came into the quarterback room. They wanted to, he wanted to make his life a living hell. You made his life a living hell. You made him tear his Achilles. <laughs> uh-huh. But no, uh-huh. seriously, I think Zach Wilson's gonna it's gonna be a good learning lesson. He's still gonna have uh Aaron Rodgers on the sidelines at times. So I still think he's gonna give some good few partners corners. And I I I think he'll approve throughout the year, I think. Um, so let's get into the situation, obviously, which is Zach Wilson. Obviously, people are like, well, you just wanted to bench Zach Wilson, now you got him a starter. And as of right now, uh, the Jets retain the position that Zach Wilson will be their starter for this rest of the season. Yep. Um, it also brings up a good point of who do you get as a backup? Because they don't have a backup. So they got rid of Mike White. Gonna, well, let's run to this right now. You have Tim Boyle, who's there, who was Rogers' backup up in Green Bay a decent time ago. And but you let Mike White walk yep. in the free agency. He's down the backup in Miami. Yes, he is. Um you had Flacco there a couple years ago and you let him go. Now he's a free agent. Now he's but going I I don't see him coming back there. Just like Matt Ryan. I don't see him coming back. Now let me let's think about this. Well Fox Sports, we'll give credit to Fox. I'm here's the Fox article. Uh they they asked their guys who is the, who among the, the free agents would you take? One guy said Nick Foles. Now, Nick Foles, Nicky Foles did do great in Indy last year. Let's just be clear with that. 2017 MVP. No, no, he has that, but recent performance did not do well with Indy last year. No. Um, could no he have one, that no, back? Nobody had success in Indy last <laughs> year after getting to go to Carson Wentz. Nobody had success. Matt Ryan didn't have success. Neither did he, but they didn't have Jacoby Brissett anymore. Now, Brissette, but do, but do you walk. do you think Foles can come in? If he now, first question is, would he want to come in? I don't think so. I, if he I, did, I, I tend to think he's done. Now, well, I, yeah, I would say so. I think I think he thinks that his best days are behind him, and they might be. I assume they are. Um, uh you also have. Carson Wentz who's on the line here, maybe. Carson Wentz could be a backup. I think he's 
should be a backup. I I don't see him being a starter in any. You don't. You used to have. You have Wilson or Wentz. Yeah. You know, well. Yes. That's fair. I mean, Carson is like trashed his career downward spiral. Trust me, Eagles with the Eagles. I he did, he should have been the 2017 MVP. I got to give credit to Tom Brady on his incredible career. I get he played four more games than Carson Wentz, but numbers don't lie. Uh, you Carson trade for Wentz, somebody? Do you trade for Car- somebody? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think you just pick up one of the available free agents and just go. Let's look at this right now because, I mean, they do need a backup. Obviously, you're not going to want your one-two to be Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. No. Uh-huh. I mean, that's just, that is not a uh, good a time right there. I mean, let's look at this. We got, we already mentioned um, Wentz, who hasn't had a great time. We already mentioned uh, Foles. Do you look right. at getting Flacco back? No. No. I don't think you get Matt Ryan. Nope. Then you get to Cam Newton. Uh, maybe. Uh, nope. I let him go. Honestly, I think he can run. I, I think he still I, go. I, I would just say Carson Wentz at this point, honestly, because they, they already gave a quick no to Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> so we already we already know one person. One person volunteered for the job was Colin Kaepernick, and I guess Nick said told me before she was telling you guys now that it was already declined. Really quick. Really quick by the Jets. Um, I don't know. It's just tough. For them, they have to find some. They have to pick someone from this, unless you want to trade for uh, who would want to dump the quarterback right now? I don't. I don't think anybody's going to want to dump the quarterback this early in the season. That's not a good. That's a good issue. And so, I mean, you might have to sign somebody at least until the deadline. Yes, I think it's the way they should. And go there's no good time. option to sign. If Zach Wilson drops, it's a it's a problem. And there, there's find somebody. And I think out of that list. I probably would go either Newton or who's the other one? I would Ryan's old and he fell off. Wentz really fell off. But I, I think Carson Wentz is still, like I said, is going to be should be a backup quarterback. So would you take one? So this is the question to you. I say Newton. May I say Newton? Who would you take out of that list I just read? Carson Wentz. You got Wentz over everybody. Yeah, that's fair to say. That's very fair to say. Because, but like, like we said, they have to find somebody. Find somebody quick. Um, I, you're not going to rock only two quarterbacks in this league these days. Uh, you're only three. Even if you have a third guy on the practice squad, they're still going to have a third they can bring up. So right. we'll see, see how that goes. Um, so now let's get to our MVPs of Week One. Nick, who's your MVP of Week One? To attack of Aloha and Tyree Kill and Miami. But also, like I said, if I have to give a second. The Cowboys defense, as much as I hate it, as much as I hate it. You got hate Cowboys that being Eagles defense, fan. Like, that's like betraying your fandom. That's all right for me, but I have to give credit where it's due. Uh, Miami, two attack by Tyree Kill, and Cowboys defense. They win my awards for the week. Uh, my defense. MVP would be Tyreek Hill, maybe Brandon Ayuk, because he's just that good. And I think he's just under the radar because of how good Tyreek was in my at the Chargers. Does Tyreek power that offense around? Two, I had a throw to him. So I'm going to say Tyreek. And, and a defense MVP? What? And a defense MVP. Oh, probably I agree with you too. The Dallas defense. How the heck can you not be? Yeah, for real. I mean, yeah, you yeah, put up 40 yeah. nothing, you get like pit six and seven sacks. I mean, this is who else is it gonna be? Kick her wrong with them boys. 
Um, so let's get a week two predictions. Boop, 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 whatever music in the future we'll use for that. Maybe something. I don't know. Speaking uh, of tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. Vikings, Eagles, Lincoln Financial Field, Thursday night prime time on prime video. Oh, God. Who do I think is going to win? I'll be there so I can tell you we will win because last year I had a lot of success when I was one into the games. Uh, but the Eagles without Kenny Gainwell, Reed Blankenship, and James Bradbury. I think the Eagles will win. Score 27 20. I'll go, go with you. I'll go with the Eagles winning. I will go with the Eagles winning. I don't think I think Kirk Cousins is going to be in crap. They're going to be 0 and 2. I think they win like 34 20. I think the Eagles are going to be back fine on the offense. Uh, next up, Sunday, we'll start the one o'clock slate. We got the Ravens and the uh, uh, Bengals in Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off their worst game on offense in a while. And now they get Baltimore and Lamar. Um, I'm going to say. Bengals wake up for me, honestly. I think Bengals wake up, honestly. Yeah, I, th- I was going to say Bengals. I'm going to say Bengals. Bengals 27 20. 27 20. I say 31 20. Oh, you got him really over there. Um, Lions like to back up their week one win at Arrowhead as they host Seattle, who's coming down off that disappointment to the Rams, like we talked about earlier. Yep. I'm going to throw 17 13 Seattle. Detroit goes 2 0. Don't doubt Dan Campbell here. I do think they'll figure out their offense a little bit better. And they do definitely have the defense to do it. Seattle's 0 2. I go 20 13. Dallas. Next up, Battle of the Rookie QBs. We have Anthony Richardson and the Colts heading to CJ Stroud and the Texans. I think it's an easy one, honestly. 24 7 Colts win. Heck, I'll actually just take you over the score as well. 24 7 Colts. That sounds good enough for me. Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. They uh, the got their week, they, they got their week one win. They take on Justin Fields and the Bears off their big disappointing home loss to the pack. 24-20 Bears take the win. A lot of 20s. 31-20 Bears win. They'll get the rebound. I think Justin Fields figures himself out, at least for this game. Next up, Kansas City on the road to Jacksonville. Mahomes versus Lawrence. Mahomes looking to bounce back. 27-24 Jacksonville. Chiefs go 0-2. 30-24 Chiefs. I'm not ready to put Jacksonville over Kansas City just yet. Next up, 1 o'clock on Sunday still, we have Packers. Jordan Love, does he keep the magic going against the Falcons in Atlanta? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this is where the defense dies. Um, I'm going to go, go 27-14 Falcons. Ooh. Somehow, some way, I think. Well, I don't good. know about that. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna yeah. say, I'm gonna say, twenty four ten. I'm gonna go twenty four ten for the pack. I don't think I don't see it yet. Maybe Bijan. Uh, maybe you're right. I can definitely see that being a, a game where that could be. You can. Be I right just want to. I want to see that Falcons defense look like they did last week. But also, like I said, Carolina is Carolina. But I want to see <laughs> how they are. Yes. Let's see how it is. Uh, one o'clock on Sunday, Buffalo. Josh Allen, please. He's got to have a better game at home. They welcome the Raiders. Uh, I, I, oh, Jesus. Uh, 35, 17 bills. 42, 20 bills. I do think the bills go a little bit more on defense. I think Jimmy G would do decent, but nowhere near the bills. Nowhere near the bills. What? I say we see more from them. Yeah. 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 Uh, one, last game of the one o'clock slate on Sunday, Chargers, Justin Herbert heads down to Tennessee, take on the Titans, Ryan Tannehill. 34, 
10. Chargers. Chargers are back. I'm going to say 27-17. I think Tennessee will do better at home. Well, not do better at home. They'll, they'll keep it close. But Tannehill, that bench talk might get even louder. Bench uh, Tannehill. 405 slate. Four or four o'clock slate. So the two four or five games. First four or five game. The Rams host the Niners. Major test. We talked about the Rams being a surprise team. The Niners dominated the Steelers last week. 38-14, 49ers. I say it's closer. The Rams are uh high on their emotions, but they'll still lose at home. 30 to 20. Uh another game of the 405 slate. The Giants. <laughs> the Giants. 17-16 Cardinals. Cardinals win. You got the Cardinals winning. A battle yeah. of the crapshoots in this game. Giants at Cardinals. I say the Giants win nine to three or something crazy like that. This is total I don't, crap I don't, shoot. I don't, I don't even want to say 24 nothing Cardinals, but like oh it's total crap. I think it's total crapshoot game. Total crapshoot. Um 425 to two four twenty-five games first. Dallas hosts uh, the Jets. This is gonna be a real test for Zach Wilson. He's got to show the world what he got. So in this game, in this way, I'm going to say 2017 Cowboys. Ooh. Defenses come keep the game close for both. One, uh, 30 to 10, Dallas. I do think Dallas wow. would be on pretty decently. I you do think, think Dallas. I don't think Zach can do it. I don't think Zach can do it long term. That's why we're sitting here. Thinking, that's why we're sitting here thinking about who they can sign. I don't think Zach can do it long term, especially a big day. You know, I don't the think Jets defense will okay. I think I think I think they'll hold him off, but I think Zach's gonna put him on the field so long it's gonna beat him up and they're gonna break I, at some point. And then the, this this next game with the uh, commanders yes. Broncos. Uh Denver hosting the commanders. That's uh, another it's another shit show, just like the Giants. Yeah, that's, that is not as bad of a crapshoot as Giants Cardinals, but it's getting there. Uh <laughs> I this is tough because I I mean I don't like both teams really. Uh 17 13 Washington. I don't like both teams either, so I'll just go with home field advantage 20 to 14 Denver. Right. Sunday night, Sunday night football, AFC East battle. Pats at home bringing in the dominant offense of Miami. 31 21 Dolphins. I'm gonna say 27 7 Dolphins. I'm gonna say that. No, okay. Um, I like it. Monday night football. Monday night football. One first game. game. First game. First game. I have two games this week. You're right. 7-15, Monday night. Panthers hosting New Orleans. Uh, I think it's an easy one for me, honestly. Uh, Derek Carr has some kind of trouble, but I think he gets it done. 27-14, Saints. I think it's tight. 23-20 Saints. I think Bryce Young does show some signs of improvement. I might even say 27-13. I might go one lower for the Panthers. I think I think it's tighter. I think it's tighter. I do think it's tighter. And then fi- Steelers. And finally, eight fifteen. My night football in Pittsburgh. Steelers. Browns. Nick. I mean, I gotta. I. I. I guess I'm gonna go rock with your team. I'm gonna go rock with the Steelers. 23-17. I'll say the Steelers. Well, I gotta say the Steelers. I think it's gonna be. 27 to 20. I do think it's a tight game. I do think Cleveland, Cleveland did show they have some sort of offense. Even though Deshaun Watson didn't really do that much, but I do think it's going to be tight. Steelers are going to want to get need to get in the win column, especially these next three games. It starts there. So that's our week two predictions. Let's see if we're actually good at predicting football or not. Next time we talk to each other next week. Um, yeah. 
Nick, is there anything else you want to say about week one? Anything else you want to rant about? All I think I can say is let's go Eagles. That's right. Let's, <laughs> let's go Eagles and let's let's go Steelers. Uh till, now when you say this about the podcast, we were we're hoping to be here with you every week here this NFL season. And we're hoping to bring in more guys as well as we go on. We've got to figure we're out the have, schedules. We're gonna have we're gonna have guests. We're gonna have guests, as hopefully. As they can make it, we can get it done every week. Well, until, until then, I'm Billy Arnt, and that is... I'm Nicholas Albor. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, See you next week, everybody.